It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. If you have never listened to this podcast before, welcome, and I am glad you're here. A little bit of information about me. I am a licensed mental health therapist in private practice, and Soul Amplified is my life coaching business where I help women heal their codependency using all of my psychology skills and all of my spirituality know-how. And so sometimes episodes, I blend both of those things together, and sometimes episodes are just one or the other. I really enjoy helping people heal their codependency because it was so empowering for myself to heal my own codependency. And so I'm not only speaking to you from a place of professional knowledge through my therapist skills, but also I know what it is like to discover that you're codependent and how crushing that can feel, but also how enlightening and liberating it can be to discover the answers along the way as you learn what codependency really is and how learning how to heal the codependency can help you thrive even more in life. Because I wouldn't consider myself somebody who was like not functioning, um, but it has definitely only helped my life to be better, to understand the codependency and to be able to pinpoint it in my life, even today, like this week, I was pinpointing something that was happening, how I was reacting that was kind of codependent. And I was telling my BFF about it. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of codependent that I'm like reacting that way in my mind. And I'm being sluggish in responding to this situation because it's codependent. And so she was like, you got to nip that in the bud. And I'm like, you're right. And so she helped me figure out what I could do. So even I get help from my friends because It's hard to see yourself all the time, even when you understand all of this stuff. So even I get help from people. And today, I I haven't done an episode on my Spirituality 101 series in what feels like a very long time. And so I really wanted to do that today. There was something that was coming up that I was feeling like, oh, this is moving my heart. And I'm feeling like this would be a really great thing to talk about. I worked with a coach the past couple of years named Ryan Yukomi and Chris Yukomi, his wife. And one of the things that Ryan would say is, where are you leaking your power? Where are you leaking your energy? Where are you leaking your vital life source? And that's the thing that I want to talk about today. People don't realize that when they're leaking their energy it is kind of sucking them dry and they don't have a container where they can hold all of their power and their energy for themselves and their own purpose and then be able to willfully point it in a direction to go do something, experience something, achieve something, or just like live in a certain way. And you might be headed in that direction but then get tripped up or feel like you need to go 
take a nap. And trust me, I'm not anti-nap. I totally believe in restore, restorative sleep and rest and stuff. But if you're leaking your energy and leaking your power, you're going to be confused about why you're not able to make the gains that you want to be making in your life or why you're struggling so much. And it could be that the leaks are happening in totally unrelated areas to the area that you are trying to make progress in. So let's talk about some examples, like the different ways in which you can be leaking your power. So you could be leaking your power or your energy in relationships through a lot of different ways. You could be leaking your power or your energy in commitments. You could be leaking your power or your energy in your money or your financial arrangements. And you could be leaking your power or your energy in where you put your mental focus and your emotional resources. There's probably other areas as well. I just didn't think of them for this episode. So if you think of them, um, like DM me, because I'd be curious to hear that. So yesterday I was purposefully plugging up leaks that I have with my money. I believe that money is like energy and it has, that money is energy because I believe everything is energy. And so money has like this personality and it wants to have a relationship with you. And if you are leaking your financial energy in some example ways that I'm going to go into in a second, it means that Maybe it's having a harder time bringing money into your life or you're having a harder time in business or you're having a harder time um, creating the situation that you want to financially because your financial um, energy is being leaked in these certain places and so the energy can't fully stay with you. So I, as a business owner, have an IRA um, for my retirement And I used to have like retirement accounts when I was an employee. And when I became a business owner, I rolled all of those over into one IRA that I started myself. So all was my money, all of that money for retirement was in one place. And I could, you know, you make more money when it's all grouped together, right? Well, there was this one account that felt confusing to me for how to roll it over. And so I didn't do it. And then the way in which my money guy told me that it needed to be done and I had like called the place to roll it over and it it just confused me. So I was busy with my business and life and it just sat there and I recently had a meeting with him to go over other things and I was like, you know what, I'm going to dig up my information and have it with me at the meeting and ask him about it. And maybe I can actually get it done now because I want to check this off my list. And I was thinking, gosh, if I could plug that hole, because every time I get the statement in the mail from this random account that didn't have a lot of money in it compared to how much I have in my IRA, I was like, gosh, there's that thing I need to do again. And so my mental focus would be pulled to kind of like this guilt-laden area where I'm like, I'm not taking care of that. That's irresponsible. I should do it. I should do it. I should do it. I should do it. And it it wasn't like a vibrant, oh, I should do that. It was like a, oh, I should do that, where I didn't really want to do it. And so my focus would get pulled away when I would look at the statements, um, when I would get them in the mail, or if I would see them in my inbox, because, you know, maybe I wasn't filing them. 
And so it would pull my energy away in my thoughts, but it's also pulling my energy away to that other account because I've got money over there rather than pooling all my money together for what I want it to do for my future in my IRA and grow it all in one place. I've got money spread out when I was trying to focus it. And so I was able to get that started and do the steps to move that other bit of money um, into my IRA. And so that'll be done in like a month. But that's one example of the money section where having your money spread out in places that you don't really want it to be or that doesn't really have a true purpose and it's just kind of there existing and you haven't had a conversation with the money in that account telling it what you want it to do. Um, it can just kind of feel like, well, what am I doing over here? All the other money's over there. Um, what are we doing? It can be confused if you think about it as having a personality. And so telling it what to do, putting it all in the same direction, getting the finances organized can plug these energetic financial leaks so that um, you can actually have a clean con container. Like if you think about like um, a mug and it doesn't have little holes drilled in it, you can get a lot more done when you're pouring water or whatever your favorite beverage is into the mug. It's all going to stay there and not have these little leaks. And they might be trickles that you might not notice, but over time they're going to cause a problem. And why would you want leaks at all? So in our commitments, if we are scattered and have many commitments all over the place that aren't really connected to our heart, then we can... Um, be diffusing our energy and we won't bring our excitement to each of them if our heart isn't in them. So if you've just agreed to something because you think it will look good or because you think it will make somebody else happy, which is hello, totally a people pleasing thing, right? So if you're, you're in that commitment, but your heart isn't in it because it's not really your passion, but you're just you want to look good or you're worried about what they'll think of you. Like maybe if I say no, they'll think I'm a bitch and I don't want that. Um, I don't want them talking about me or, you know, whatever your thought process is. If you're not feeling passionate about it, then your energy isn't going to be vibrant. And so what you create in that scenario may still be good, but it won't have that vibrant, joyful energy in it. But then if you're working on something that you're passionate about, that you feel really connected with, you could do it all day, whatever you create in that scenario with that commitment is going to be infused with that energy of joy and vibrancy and excitement. And people are going to want to they're going to flock to it. They're going to be to it because that energy of positivity and possibility is infused in what you've created. And even though maybe like the marketing or the poster board or the product or the play that you've helped create, whatever that project is that you weren't as passionate about, but you did because of people pleasing or whatever the reason is, even though maybe it looks on the surface the same quality, it won't be infused with the joy. It will be infused with obligation. It will be infused with 
um, drudgery. It might be infused with fear, even if you have fear of abandonment as part of why you people please, which is why you said yes to doing it. And so that one will have a different energy infused in what you create. And so your power is leaking in into um, that area because you're now giving your energy to a project that doesn't have your passion behind it. And so you're leaking your power over to that other thing um, and not f funneling it to the things that bring you the most joy. Now, it is not self-serving or selfish in, the, in a bad way to funnel things into places that bring you joy. Because when you funnel things into places that bring you joy, what happens, like I said, is that people flock to it because they feel the vibrancy of it. And then they feel the excitement and it makes them feel good. And so you are actually touching more lives in a positive way if you are talking about things and engaging in things and being in projects um, and evil, even simple choices that you make in life that you feel vibrant and positive and joyful about. And so it's okay to go do the things that bring you joy because that's where your power is. That's where your energy is. And those other projects that you are doing or those other obligations and commitments that you have are leaking your power. They don't even have to be a big project. They could just be something simple like, like I dislike folding laundry and so I tend to do it in stages. And I was mentioning to my husband last night that I had, you know, as the last thing before I kind of was getting ready for bed, I had brought the laundry in and I had folded some of it. And he was like, well, it's in, why don't you just fold all of it? And I'm like, well, because if I folded all of it, I would get in a bad mood that I was folding all of it because I don't like folding laundry. And so then I would have put myself into a bad mood before I started getting ready for bed and then I would have had to get out of the bad mood to be in a restful place to go to bed. I didn't explain it to him at this length. I'm just detailing it to you guys more. Um, and I didn't want to be in a bad mood, so I'll just fold some now and then I'll fold some later because maintaining a good mood is more important to me than having all the laundry folded at the same time. Now for him, he would just fold it and have it done, but that's also the difference between masculine and feminine. The masculine just wants to arrive at the achievement where the feminine can be more about the process. So we are absolutely and totally in our masculine and feminine in this situation. Hold on, time for water. So in your relationships, you can be leaking your energy and power if you kind of feel like it's time to separate from a person or pull away from them and how much time you spend with them or the way in which you spend time with them. But if you feel obligated to continue the connection with them and it drains you to be with them, then you are leaking your power to that person or at least away from you. It's leaking away from you because of that person. And you probably, okay, when you imagine spending time with the person or making plans with them, um, you aren't leaking your power just when you're with them. You're leaking your power the whole time you're thinking about them when you're getting ready to be with them and like thinking of ways to get out of it. You're leaking your power when you are imagining like 
What are we going to talk about? How can I get out of this earlier? I mean, it's a three hour commitment, but I only want to be there an hour and a half. So what excuse can I give to get out at an hour and a half point rather than the three hour point? Um, Like all of the time that you spend thinking about how to avoid them or how awful you're going to feel when you're with them or why can't they just stop contacting you or all of the texting that you do with them to like plan things. All of that time outside of the actual time that you're with them is when you are leaking your power. And so this is where boundaries come in. Of course, I'm going to talk about boundaries, you guys. Like I set the boundary with myself with the money thing that I did yesterday when I went and fixed it finally. I just like laid a line in the sand and I was like, you need to get this done. It needs to be off your back. You need to clean up the energy, the financial energy in your life and make it better than it is. I mean, I had already been making better choices to plug the leaks and I was plugging the bigger leaks and now I'm going around and plugging the smaller leaks, right? So It's like you have to draw a line in the sand with yourself about, don't I deserve to spend time with people that fill me up, that make me happy? I mean, you, you, so you need to imagine what boundary you want to set with them. And so maybe the boundary is, okay, I can actually only handle them for a couple hours, but I can still spend time with them. Or maybe you just need to only see them in a group. Or maybe you only need to see them once every six months. Or maybe you need to not have meals with them at restaurants, but you can see them at a park. Like just, I don't know what the situation would be for you, but maybe, and maybe the situation is that you need to back away from having them in your life. And maybe it's not that they've done anything specific um, that is offensive in a friendship or whatever, but that you don't like how they talk or they tend to have a victim mindset and it's tiring to constantly hear them talk about their woe is me scenario. And so you could have a conversation with them about, do you realize that you tend to complain a lot and blame other people for your life circumstances? And that is very tiring for me. So when we spend time together, I would appreciate it if you would do that less. I understand that you need support, but I'm not in a place to give support to you in that way right now. It doesn't mean I don't care about you, but this is a change that I need to have happen. And that might seem really bold and scary for you to do, um, but it is an option. And those are the kinds of things that the women in my program, the People Pleaser Recovery Roadmap, learn how to do. They learn how to go from zero to 60 with being able to say boundaries like that and not get all twisted up and be able to say them with ease by the end of the program. They're able to say to somebody, I don't want to do that. I don't want to engage with you in this way and not feel like they have to explain it to the nth degree or apologize and feel guilty for a million years afterwards. So if you want that change for yourself, definitely DM me or email me to learn more about the program. But so being able to set a boundary with people that you don't want to engage with as much or you want to engage with in a different way or you you're realizing you just need to end having them in your life because it's just not healthy for you right now. That is a way that you can plug a leak in terms of your energy and where your power is going. And it's going to fill you up to not be drained 
by that scenario. And it just, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means they're not for you right now because we all have different energy levels of what vibration we're at. And maybe the two of you aren't vibrating in the same frequency anymore. And so you don't make sense to each other like you used to. And relationships change and grow and people change and grow. And it is absolutely okay to be in a different frequency than one of your friends and to move on from each other. I had a really hard time accepting that in life. I felt like if I was a friend with somebody, I needed to be a friend with them for forever. And so I didn't know how to move on from relationships. But over time, I have learned how to do that. But I've also been really, really good at keeping friends for a very long time because I still have people in my life from elementary school. So um, another example about where your mind focuses with energy and how you could be leaking energy with where you're putting your mental attention um, is me and my friend Holly were talking about like to-do lists and like managing life and getting things done. And she also has a business and she's married with kids. And so we were talking about, you know, like how do, how do we get it all done? And we were just kind of like getting into the nitty gritty of what we would do. And I'm a person who really, really likes lists. And so I was like, you know what? Sometimes what I do is I'll make, I'll make a list, but it's like a column, two columns. One side is the things that are draining my energy the most when I think about needing them to be done, them needing to be done, <laughs> or or it's hard for me to begin doing them, or, or just what, like, they just drain me to just think about, or the process of doing them. That's one side. And then the other side, the other column, the list is everything else. And I'm like, if you balance doing something from the hard list, where it is things that drain your energy and then do something from the simple list, you're getting the hard things taken care of in terms of they're hard for you energetically. Maybe it's hard on your mental health. Uh, maybe it's hard on your emotions to, to get it done. It might be a simple task, but it might be hard emotionally. And so if you slowly get the hard list taken care of, things that are emotionally difficult, you suddenly discover that you have more energy for yourself and it's like a snowball effect where it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you have more energy for yourself because you're not leaking your energy away worrying about getting these other things done. And so it um, it happens more naturally where you do the first thing and then you get some of that energy back for yourself. And now you suddenly have more energy and more, you know, panache and spice to get the other things done. Now, these things could be really big or they could be really small, but one step at a time matters. And that's, you know, just an example of how things take up mental space. So what are the things in your life that you need to do because not completing them is leaking your energy? Um, where are you leaking your financial energy? Where are you leaking your spiritual energy? 
you know, with your spiritual time? Where are you leaking energy in your commitments, in your relationships and friendships, and how you spend your mental time? Um, I would actually be really interested to hear where you feel like you, like you are leaking your stuff. So you can DM me or email me, Vanessa at soulamplified.org. And maybe I can do some more podcast episodes on those kinds of things to help you guys out with your specific needs, or I can do some more Instagram posts on them. Um, anyway, I'd love to hear from you. My dear, you guys are doing so amazing at taking care of yourself and um, sticking with it. I really believe in you and whatever is the next thing on your list. I challenge you to actually do it this week and to create space so that you can plug that energy leak in your life and have that energy return to you. Have it be yours so that you can funnel it into your passion. My dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.